Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening at uh, Radio Row again. I am. Ryan's also sitting right next to me. That's definitely <laughs> happening, right? <laughs> I'm right there. Yeah. It's, it's, it feels like I'm right next to you. Got Once again, Adam Shine doing his thing. Got Solomon Wilcox, Ryan Leaf doing theirs. There's a lot, lot of activity. The It's day two. Things have picked up. Okay. I'm starting to feel, you know, more Super Bowl-y. There are okay. people walking around. Yeah. Various when media members. When you say members. more Super Bowl-y. There's just more activity. Okay. There's more fans showing up? Yeah, or well, are they, they still just all media and, like, workers? No, it's all media and workers. I will say, I was at opening night last night, which we'll get to. That's when the players do all their press and whatnot. But the sports media ecosystem is in full effect. I am seeing podcast hosts go on other podcasts writers are joining other writers radio hosts go. it's just it's a big you do me i'll do you it's a yeah. uh now we're gonna also have you know our friend from the talent department eric on the show later talk about you know what's happening as far as guests that will be doing our program and ryan i want to say that i don't know if things are looking particularly positive at the moment for, oh, really? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, well, I, I, I was told, and I wonder if this has anything to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you're on Radio Row. Yes. Although I've been told separately that it might be not properly named. Okay, well, it's, called, it's it, called the Media Center now, actually. Okay. Well, but in not even that, but it's more of like Casino Row. It or, is, or, yeah, or there's the a lot of, plaza. yeah, there's true, there's, there's Caesars, there's DraftKings, there's FanDuel. I, I was hearing a guy do an entire podcast about prop bets, and I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I just don't know how I would, I just, so let's talk about well, the coin toss. If you go back pod- to the last 10 Super Bowls, it's been heads uh, 50% of the time, and tails also 50% of the time. This year, I'm feeling tails, uh, we have an interview coming up with the coin, uh, we're going to see <laughs> how it's feeling. About what it's I mean, going like, to do. The prop bets are great for the mashup. Yeah, but like, like, like the fact that I think it's the orange Gatorade is plus three hundred is like incredible. I read like, that those are blue was the favorite. Is it blue? I th- okay. I thought it was orange, but whatever. It, it's 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 um, it those those things are amazing. The over under on Chris Stapleton I figured out today is is two minutes I believe. Well, that means somebody spent a lot of time listening to Chris Stapleton sing the national anthem and figuring out you know the average uh, length of his. Standard performance. I have to imagine he's done it before in his career, and they probably looked up all that video and came up with a number. Or there's not somebody sneaking into rehearsals. I mean, maybe, perhaps. See, the thing is, is that is that those bets aren't quite as random, right? Somebody knows. There's a, there's a and I guess if it's over under in the matter of a well, second, that's why it sometimes sometimes there's a a maximum on those types of things. It's the same way that like I told. That's why I told you I liked betting the election. You have a lot more data than the average bet. But isn't the person? Are who, we doing who, like, a betting podcast now? What are, just we happened? Are, we are doing. We are. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Go with it. It's it comes up. But isn't isn't like the person who mixes the Gatorade? I mean, do is there is there some sort of moral clause there? Because if that person is not like cashing in, oh, uh, even if there is a moral clause, I'd still be like, I- I'm the one that. But here's the thing. Dude, I would be if I work for the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and I'm I'm the hydration specialist. Yeah. I'm I'm throwing purple Gatorade in that cooler and then and then having my aunt make bets. Okay, but what if they don't win the game? You got a 50-50 shot, man. Okay, yeah, but that is you got a <laughs> You got a 50-50 shot. I don't know about you might that. as well at, you might as well at least like cuz I think the purple when I read it this morning was plus 850. So, you know, who drinks purple Gatorade? By the way, I'm looking at uh, pallets and pallets of Gatorade right now because the media center what is What color is it? Uh, well, it's it's uh, lemon lime orange Gatorade. So, oh, you, oh, lemon lime. Oh, they're two separate ones. No, no, no. I was I was just uh, the, the 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 what? The engineer thought you were thirsty. That we sh- that he should bring you some okay. over. We we ordered four chairs for each set. 
So what's going on right now is Mark on on top of hosting This Is Happening, Mark also is in charge of doing all the sets and everything at the Super Bowl. So he spends all day long debating about chairs. So right now he's 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 having an impromptu meeting about whether there will be four or five chairs. And this is what Mark really does all day. They came over and they said, it doesn't have to happen right now. And I said, well, it seemed like it did. Based on uh, we're in the middle of this, now we're talking about chairs. The desks, but the, here's the deal: the it, desks at the it set really is only amazing fit four people. Really, see, this is all you do all day is arrange furniture. Uh, yeah, apparently, you're like a housewife. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not nice. That's not true. 1950s housewife. No, yeah, I, I I spend all day arranging furniture and then I prepare a drink for my husband to come home from work. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. And if dinner's not on the table at just the right time, I have issues. Dude, if if dinner if you if you get the bagels and coffee there 15 minutes after Rob Gronkowski shows up, you're right. It's no good. Uh, yeah. Gronk, his field goal of destiny. Uh, speaking of, of football, the Super Bowl, I went to opening night last night, which is the thing where it used to be called, I think, media day. But now they do it at night Wait, and all the by, what? By the way, just before we get too far away from it, like I was talking over it a little bit, but we really did get a good example of what you do when you're on the road. And it was pretty awesome. I was just like, what? <laughs> I thought there was like an actual emergency. <laughs> The whole thing is that there are five microphones and four chairs at all of our broadcast oh. desks, and, and, it, and it's presenting somebody with a with a hair. It's just like why moment. don't why don't we have five chairs? And I was like, I don't know because there's rarely ever five people on each set. So if we need, we can just borrow a chair from another sure. one. And it's and or it's someone much can easier. stand. It, yeah, these right. are all it's athletes. Much- <clears throat> It's it's much easier to to find a chair at the last moment than it is a working microphone. Agree, agree. Yeah. So last night went to media night. Now, have I talked about Chet, the Hedgehog, at all? You you and I have spoken about it, and if you're following at Mark Zito, you have definitely seen Chet. Yes. So Chet, the Hedgehog, my daughter, she's 28 By the way, months old. Chet looks like a baby lion. Chet does not look like a baby lion. Yeah, Chet looks like a baby lion. No, he doesn't. You're you're I, I, on on social media. It looks like there's like it's like a, a mane. I don't know why people keep. Ta- I'm in the middle of trying to do this show, and I'm talking about <laughs> chairs. This is goddamn. So, Mark, what color do you want the chairs? They're brown. I, yeah, well, right yeah, now, but we have we have uh, blue. Do they need like wheels? Can we? Okay. I think I've I think I've delivered the message that I don't want to talk about this right now. Okay. Okay. Good. Do, do, does anyone asking Adam Shine about chairs? <laughs> well, Adam Shine's not in charge of the set. That's fair. Adam Shine's in charge of his radio show. Fine. You are in charge of the set. All right. Now, so Chet is a hedgehog. Here's the story. Simone, 28 months old. I say, hey, you know, Daddy's going away for like two weeks. Do you want me to bring a friend with me for the trip? And she, of course, you know, pulls out her teddy bear, and she's like, this one. And then she's like, no, 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 actually not that one. Then I, I decided on Chet the Hedgehog for two reasons, Ryan. Okay. One, he is small and fits in my pocket. And how, how, small, how, like, how small is he's Chet? He's like four inches by four inches. Oh, okay. And, and more importantly, we have two of them. So if Simone decides that she wants to see Chet... While she is home in Connecticut, it does not pose my wife a serious problem All right. of, you know, where is this fucking hedgehog? Now, All right. it's also named Chet because um, Simone's aunt, her, her boyfriend, has a hedgehog named Chet, and it came from her. Like a live hedgehog? Yeah, or like, like a real a, hedgehog. Okay. Now, yeah. so what I've been doing is to, no, I've never, I've never actually touched one. Hedgehogs are actually one of the coolest, like, animals ever. I hear they die real young, not to oh, put a sad. damper on the Chet hedgehog discussion, but. I knew somebody that had a pet hedgehog, and they were like, it was, it was a really cool little animal. So, they, uh, we, I've been bringing Chet around Phoenix with me, you know, introducing him to people, things like that. And last night, I brought him to opening night. Now, opening night is where all the players come out and, you know, the, the assembled media is there and they're at their podiums. Yeah. You've probably seen it, you know. That's normally, like, where Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel or somebody like that would come. And, and the you unassembled media is just wandering around the parking lot? No, they're, they're wandering around. In this case, <laughs> it was the Footprint Center here in Phoenix, Arizona, which is where the Suns play. And what they did in order to give more space for media is they built up the floor of the arena actually like 10 feet in the air. 
so it was more level with like the first row of arena Seating. seats. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because you, yep. you gained more square footage. But SiriusXM, due to our relationship with the NFL, we have some private interviews we conduct where we get the quarterbacks of each team, the head coaches, things like that. And I decided last night, I said, you know what? Chet's going to meet Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so when Patrick Mahomes came up, I talked to Super Bowl winning quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and I said, this is Chet. Would yeah. you take a picture with him for my daughter? And he was like, okay. And clearly the Chiefs PR person was like, what the fuck? And <laughs> No, that can go that can really go one of two ways, right? Yeah. Is either the person can totally like blow you off and be like, Yeah, whatever picture is if it's one of the millions of pictures they've taken, or they're like endeared by it and they remember it and they they sort of like start asking you questions. Well, I think especially on a night like Media Night, these guys have so much stuff coming at them various different shit where uh, uh, Dave Demchek from uh, ESPN Radio back in the day used to ask one of my favorite questions, which was, um, is Sunday a must-win game? Which is just, (laughs) (laughs) that was my favorite bit ever at Media Day. (laughs) Just. No, but it is, it is, I am like, that's part of the trick of, of doing interviews, or at least something that we have to do all the time on the mashup, is because they're doing, or anyone who works at SiriusXM has the same experience, because they're up there doing a tour. They, it, they, it's, it's, it's like they knock out 10 interviews in less than an hour. And, so I always and, do my interviews with my scrotum out. I want something memorable, something that the, the guest says, you know, I've never seen that before. That's what I go for. <laughs> Yeah, but you got to find a way to make them comfortable and like forget that like you've got to be you don't want to be just one of another interview. You have to be the one that they like had a good time at or like wasn't work mm-hmm. like that's the goal. Yeah. So that's maybe Patrick Mahomes. I, I think that there's a chance the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes is like Chet help me. Win the game. <laughs> no, that's. I think you're right. I think you're very right. Speaking of guests, should we get talent booker Eric Lovelace no, over no, here yet? No, Why? you've totally just blown through Chet. All you've you've talked about Chet and Patrick Mahomes, but there's been so much more that Chet. I know who has would gone care through. about this bit I'm doing for my two year old daughter. It's actually kind of cute. I know it's cute. If yeah. I like, but but I I don't know if it's appropriate for our show. Chet has gone with me to a Phoenix Suns game. Chet has flown on the plane. Chet Wait, has had Pappy Van did, Winkle. Where did Chet sit? At the Suns game? Yeah, I don't know. In some like box we were in. Oh wow! He didn't get. He didn't go courtside. Okay. I think later I'm gonna go over and find like Pat McAfee. Uh, check and meet Pat McAfee, who's been on our show a couple times. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of the, the actual the SiriusXM uh, digital team who does our social media. They actually hit me up and they're like, hey, uh, can we use the photos of Chet? And I said, sure. <laughs> Didn't realize. See? But people, Phoenix so, is a buzz over Chet. Did you see? I would have I would have if I were you. Like, did you find a way to attach Chet to yourself? I thought about Velcroing him to my shoulder, but I don't want him to be yeah. like a hedgehog parrot, you know? Okay. There, but I there was, was thinking like safety pin or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you could put a safety pin on the bottom of Chet, and then you could I don't put want him to wherever stab you want Chet. Chet is a nice hedgehog that I don't think needs to have no, that. It's, it's a safety pin. It doesn't hurt because it's because it has safety in the name. Yeah, it has safety. Yeah, you should right. jab one into your own skin. <laughs> Can I call Eric over now? I guess I just I just thought you were blowing past Chet, and I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's pretty odd. What are few? If you, once you tell me the future plans for Chet, what are Chet's uh, goals? Chet might, what is he? To- Chet yeah. might go on the field after the game. I'm not sure. Oh wow. Chet might uh, swim in the confetti. I'm okay. unsure yet of that. Okay. Yeah. What what is what what song is Chet looking forward to Rihanna singing? I I don't know. What? Are you on for a minute? Or yeah, we're on for a minute. Eric, Eric has a lot of talent booking to do. Oh, oh, Eric's going to come back. See, things are, things are very busy here at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. Did, I just, did we just lose Eric because I was talking about chat? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Thank you. for, for Okay, go, go to another story. We'll get Eric back in a couple minutes. Uh, well, what do you want? Uh, there's a couple different things we can talk about. My parents are coming uh, tomorrow okay. for the day. Sure. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. Or, I have an idea. Uh, you could get a stuffed animal and take various photos around the city with them. <laughs> People seem to really be into that. 
But wouldn't that just be compete? I mean, like, that's your gig. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I didn't exactly invent this. I think Flat Stanley was a thing, which, when, when did Flat Stanley exist? Is it in the 70s or something? When did that I, no, start? No, I think Flat Stanley was 90s. It was right at the beginning of, like, the internet, uh, social media era. Speaking of, the SiriusXM social team also gave me this disposable camera that I'm supposed to just, like, oh. take photos throughout the week. And then Fuck, I guess... I'm so wrong. Flat Stanley was published in 1964. Of course he was. It wasn't oh, no, the, the guy... Wait, the guy was... Dead? No, wait, was the guy he killed was in a horrible him. steamroller accident? Stanley? Publ- publication date, 1964. Holy shit. I'm going to take, take a selfie of myself doing my show. On this, I have this Kodak um, disposable camera. And that's, that's, I feel like I'm doing like real Flat Stanley stuff. It's bizarre to take a photo and I have no idea what it looks like. And we won't know for weeks. I guess they'll just develop these things after the Super Bowl and then, I don't know, do something with them. I don't know what the <laughs> did plan is. Did you ever is. have a life? You never had a life with that kind of camera, did you? No, not really. I mean, I remember being in high school and people would, but even when I was in high school, they kind of started to have digital cameras. It, the whole thing would be you'd go out to like, you know, someone's basement you'd have a night with all your high school friends and then the next day it would be up on web shots yeah. <laughs> or in a, like a picture frame in someone's house just scrolling through no even those at the time you had to put them on a usb then put it in the in the frame do you remember zanga is that no. a th- x-a-n-g-a that's a thing I, I i oh yeah i half remember i never used it but i remember i had friends that would use it by the way i got a big heavy t- heavy reporter Big uh, heavyweight reporter, not a fat reporter. <laughs> Sal, Sal Palantonio's on with Adam Shine right now. Maybe when oh. Adam Shine goes to break, we can yell at him and get him to come over today. Tell him to come say hi. That would be um, my goal. No, dude, I like here is is I feel I um, the mystery has always been right is how after you see so many people retake photos and oh my god mm-hmm. this one's not right. How did anyone ever get a usable photo? I don't know. I have no idea. Eric is here now though. Oh, okay, great. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Okay, it doesn't sound... Can you hear him? Am I loud enough? No, it doesn't sound like he's on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, there I am. There we go. Okay, great. Hey, Eric. So a lot of... of, a lot of history between you two. If, if for a long time this is happening, listeners will remember that we had a bit of a snafu in our fantasy league um, where, you know, when the Bills game stopped, which we can talk about a lot more freely now because everyone's doing okay. Eric and Ryan were on opposite sides of that whole situation. And from what I can determine, it seems that Eric has attempted to get back at Ryan by not booking anyone I've asked for. <laughs> yes, that was, <laughs> that is, you know, you by default, Mark, are now going to lose because yeah. I'm oh. never doing anything for Ryan again. Because Ryan Guilt was by a prick. Exactly. Yep, exactly. I, I just I get it. I sent you a list the other day, and I just wanted to see where we're at on any of these people, if you don't mind me asking. Yep, go ahead. Okay. Um, these, now, Ryan, I made a list of people I thought we might be interested in that I've heard were going to be in the area, and, and I figured and this would be a slam dunk, literally the entire list for Eric. And, right, uh, and, and Eric, Mark told me you were coming over to uh, help confirm all these with Exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see where we're going to be at. Let, let's see where you're at with your list. Uh, reporter Jay Glazer. Your co-host's name is Ryan. Okay. So... Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm still bitter from this. From this, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's my answer. Okay, Dave Matthews, Ryan. Okay, uh, Stefan Lassard from the Dave Matthews Band. Like, not even the lead guy, the guy who plays bass. But once again, maybe he's not even the lead guy on this show. You really, but Ryan, me. you really <laughs> fucked me, Samson. Uh, here's the other. But by the way, Eric, when you got this list for me, were you like, "What the fuck, man"? No, I kind of knew. Like Mark knows that nobody on this list is coming onto his show. No but, one. You know. <laughs> No one. All right. Let's take the Ryan thing aside for a minute. Okay. I'll read the rest of the list. Diplo. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Okay. Snoop Dogg. No, wait. Hold on. That's a coworker. Yeah. He has a channel. Can't we just shoot him a text? Yes, we can. Ryan. Okay. Snoop Dogg. It's going to be my default for everything, by the way. Low Ryan. I was was in the commercial with with Wesley. Oh, well, well, if you know him so well, why don't you get him to come over? (laughs) Um, Rob Gronkowski. Your buddy, not mine. All right, Come I'm, working, on. I'm working on Come that. Come on. <laughs> Camille Caustic, we're working on Again, that. Again, they okay. kind of go hand in hand there. Rob, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is not coming to Phoenix. That is a misinterpretation. Okay, we so have this... spoken. We, ha- we, we actually made an effort to get Rob Lowe here, and I absolutely would have put on your show as long as Ryan wasn't on the air with you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Rob Lowe is not coming to Phoenix. Okay, so this next one is a real one. 
that I actually want that I didn't even tell Ryan about. Coach Ron Rivera. Oh. You'll be able to get a good look at him because I do have him coming to the set. So, um, but I believe they only had a 15-minute slot for but us. Ron is a Ryan Sampson fan. That's true, right, Ryan? It, Ron, Ron, uh, Coach Ron is a big mashup fan. He DMs us all the time. He's yeah. he's he's a huge mashup supporter. That's Just fantastic. Think about his taste in radio shows. There, it's equally <laughs> as good as he's at coaching the Redskins, based on you know how things have gone. There's a lesson to be learned here, and the lesson is: remember me at Super Bowl time, Ryan. When when we're in the middle of fantasy, and you know. So we had you on last yeah. year when we were when we were trying to get Anthony Anderson. I'm kidding. Over. But but so explain the the process of oh Ryan dropped off oh oh no he was he was tired of me okay uh, well about now me. I don't know what happens I hope someone in the back is listening but I wouldn't expect them to because I didn't even say we were gonna record this show at this time Ryan I love you okay Ryan can't hear us but it says he's that's why connected. I said it yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well anyway so Eric take me through the process of booking talent at the Super Bowl, do you come? Do you go to them or do they come to you? How does it work? Well, it's definitely a bit of both. I will, send, I will start sending out a solicitation. I've got a database of... Oh, oh Ryan's back. Are you back? Yeah, I'm, well, back. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm back. I'm asking Eric how booking talent works if, if like he goes to the celebs or the celebs come to him to say, I want to do press. So, so here's what happens. I start, I start my solicitation in, in December. Um, and I basically have a database of literally hundreds of agency reps that yep. represent these players. Um, and I will put out the word and tell them, tell them that we're here. They know we're here. But yep. um, I start soliciting them in December. I do follow-ups right after we get back after the new year and several follow-ups between then and now. And at which point they will then start emailing me when their players become available. It's one of those things where from December to let's call it mid Second to third week in January, it's I'm not hearing anything back. Okay. And I'm constantly following up and just sending reminders. When we get our schedule, I'll send them another reminder and tell them all the It sounds like when have. I used to date on OKCupid and I would be like, still <laughs> yeah. Friday? There Friday? You go. There you Are go. Are we available? And then in the last two weeks, when I tell you if I walk away from my computer for a moment, there will be 72 emails when I get back with, hey, I got this one at this time. Hey, I got this one at this time. And, and the, the thing of it is... They're not only going out to us, they're going out to every one of these. So, so this is great so news. So it's, it's quick. You, this, you don't answer quick, those times are gone. This leads me back to my list. I have to imagine due to these sheer number of emails you're getting, the following people will almost certainly be stopping by. Nelly. Ryan. Okay. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Samson. <laughs> the Black Keys. Ryan Samson. Jason, now... Oh. By the way, Eric Eric has texted me a couple people who's been like, "Do you?" And I want you to know that he texts me a couple people, and I just go, "I had to Google that person, so that's going to be a hard pass for me if I don't know the name." Well, because what would I talk to them about? You could have talked to Tuco about. Yeah, the guy who played Tuco Salmakia <laughs> on Breaking Bad. He was like, "Do you want him?" I was like, "Oh, fuck me, man!" Like, no, no disrespect to that man, except I guess total disrespect to him. But it really just made me realize that Breaking Bad went off the air ten years ago. But come on, yeah. Tuco was a legendary character tight, in that tight, show. Tight. Come on, yeah, uh, Bobby Flay. As far as I know, he will not be in town until Saturday. Okay. I did ask Brett Michaels. You will have him. Yeah, we're gonna there have Brett go. Michaels, dude. Yes, there you go. Yes. Nothing but a good time on this is happening. Okay, did Brett Michaels have a sex tape, or did I make that up? I cannot speak to that. Okay, because <laughs> I'm curious what that would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I am. It's it's gonna come up. Did, did somebody am, shout yes to him? Is that what he was re- <laughs> reacting to? Uh, yeah, we. I think there was. There's a lot of agreement on the set that I may be correct in that. I just okay, need to do a little okay, more okay. research. I just don't know if I can do the research at work. You know, that's that's frowned upon. Eric, what's your Super Bowl week until? So obviously you're booking all this talent. Are you looking forward to anything else here at the game? Well, yeah. Once again, I'm looking forward to not having to stress out about getting a ticket to the game. Mm-hmm. This is my big fear every November, December is I'm here. How do I extend my trip? 
how do I get a really expensive ticket to the game so I can watch my Cowboys play in the Super Bowl? And once again, this is not a concern I need to it's worry about. It's a beautiful about. thing so. about being a Cowboys fan is you exactly. really don't have to worry about them playing in a big game. I, I have that thought right up until a couple weeks before the game, and then I realize, why am I even thinking about it at all? Do you think there's anyone here right now that no. we could get on the show? No. I have seen one person of any note walking. Or, well, I shouldn't say that. Thomas Dimitrov is over on our set right now. Um, but other than Kay Adams being next door, doing her own show at the moment, mm -hmm. then that's all. Could you get us booked on another show? Like, could you say, hey, Kay, we have Mark and Ryan available. Would you like them? Uh, I could, but Ryan. I, I know, but okay, but. <laughs> would, you, would you say Mark is available? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'll go on. And then she'll look at me and go, who? And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, so, so wait a minute. You Googling Tuco. Yes, Tuco is not good enough for this is happening, but she's supposed to know who Mark Zito is. Well, I don't know. If Tuco was standing right in front of me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, come on. Like, honestly, you sh oh, my God. Can you imagine if you're just throwing talent at me but not telling me who it was? Yeah, you figure it out as they're on Dude, your set. Dude, that's like working a red carpet. That's one of the most embarrassing moments that I ever had on a red carpet is is that there was somebody, and I'll think about who it was in, in a second, but they put them up on the red carpet, and I had headphones on, and I didn't realize how loud I was screaming, who is this? <laughs> at, at Tracy. <laughs> who is this? Awesome. So, um, yeah, I think that, like, there's one guest that um, Eric asked if we wanted, and I said no, this is true, only because I knew that I was going to mispronounce his name, and it would stress me out. Which one's that? Who is the guy that hosts American Ninja Warrior? Akbar Gabaja Biamila. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I was like, I can't. I, I, he looked cool. I just, I was like, I, I'm going to be too stressed out to do this interview. That's literally. Well, the listen, only. then you can't keep blaming me that there's no one on your show. I offered you Tuco. I offered you Akbar. Oh, just total A-list. Um, the thank you so much. Is the expectation for this is happening now? This is this yes, is A-list spot? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. The, the, oh, it has always okay. been. It's it always been always, the A-list spot. This isn't new. Yeah, it has always been that expectation. Are you kidding? Gotcha. Every show only wants A-list, and then our show, which also takes literally whatever you have. Exactly. Except so, those guys. Except those guys. I also offered. It's, hold on. I also offered you Anthony Ramos, uh -huh. who not only is a pretty damn big star right now. Uh huh. He's going to be in the next Transformers movie. Like, well, I don't, well, then I'll have him on after he transforms into A-list, okay? That's when I will have him on this show. Hamilton didn't do it for him? I, I think you're wrong on this one, Mark. All right. <laughs> I, I think is he I'm, coming by our set at all? He is, but not to you because you passed. I did pass. <laughs> what do you want from me then? Ryan, did you want Anthony Ramos? He's I mean, like, like you said, we'll take anyone you got. Well, except apparently Tuco, not. Apparently except, not for Ramos. except for the guy in Hamilton. Okay, it's, what, what are we going to be like? Hey, how do you feel about the founding father? I don't know what to talk to him about. Well, that's, that's your job, not mine. My job yeah, is to get him I, onto your set. Your job is to figure out what to talk to him about. Wait, so is I it, agree with Eric on this. I oh, agree with on. Eric on this one a lot. You should be able to, like, have anyone put in front of you, and you just have a conversation with them. Okay, so there, we can't have time with Anthony now, right? I ruined that? I can try, but I doubt it. Okay. I think you ruined it. Okay. In the Heights, Hamilton, and a great Crown Royal commercial that you see every 10 minutes on while you're watching sports. <laughs> that should have been enough. Not to mention one of the biggest movies coming up of the year. How happy are you that you met Lin-Manuel? That's my... Well, there you go. Yeah. Changed his life. Oh, man. Maybe he's great. Maybe I screwed up. I think you did. I, I think you did. Um, Ryan, drop off again. No, I'm still here. Okay, I'm great. Still here. I'm and just listen, listening to you guys argue. This listen, is a lot of fun. I will and say, Nicole's texting me a little bit, so I'm half distracted. I, I will say this, and this is the honest truth. I did have Liam Neeson tied up to, to do this show. I know. And he had agreed to do this show, and then his... Wait, and, he agreed to do it? Yes. Oh, what? We're going to be on fuck. the schedule, but he was uh, taken off the schedule. Oh, fuck as, you, Eric. Um, <laughs> as um, <laughs> his plans changed, and he's no longer coming to Phoenix. All right, well... But I did have him locked See, in. that would have been... Liam Neeson would have been our biggest get ever, right, Ryan? Uh, that would have been. It would have been a pretty big one. We've had some really good guests, but Liam Neeson is definitely like in that rarefied Hall of Fame. Yeah. By the way, Ryan, your connection is terrible. Seriously? Yeah. I don't know if you're touching your mic or what. 
I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting you, are still. Are you hearing that, Eric? I'm hearing a little crackling. I don't yeah. know if he's touching his mic, but he should really wait till we get off the air for that. <laughs> Ooh, oh, hey. No, well, I'm just sitting still. It's, it's an equipment problem. I don't know what's up. Well, Eric, um, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I, I, it's only Tuesday. I feel like there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time for me to get you Tom Brady. Thank I get you. it. Yeah. I know what the marching orders are. <laughs> Ryan, there are, no, there are no hard feelings, Ryan. I am. Yeah, I told Mark we hugged it out. We had a big. Yeah, we uh, definitely did. I, 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 and and that was it was it was uh, it was a fun exercise. But for past that, that's it was just for fun. There Everything's you go. great. Yes. There you go. Well, uh, I'm really sad about Liam Neeson. I am too, but he's not in Phoenix. I'm sorry. Can you imagine, Ryan? We would have been in the news. I know. Liam Neeson with one of the crazier self-inflicted celebrity things that's ever been done. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I've been in the news this week. I'd like something more positive. You see? Oh, you've been. See, here, yeah, Ryan's been all over the news because when your co-host gets mowed down by a car, they write <laughs> stories about you. What happened? What, am I, what did I miss? Nicole got hit by a car. I did yeah, not know that. Is she okay? In the, I mean, you know, as okay as somebody who got hit, got by, hit a by a car is. But yeah, wow, I did, not, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. I, I so send I her my best, and I hope she's she actually, you know what? recovering. She, she's, she's doing okay now, but I, I heard that when, they, when she was laid out on the street and it, things looked a little dicey, she did say she was like, it's really important to me that Eric books very good guests for This Is Happening That's, at Super Bowl. She's actually, that was the first thing she texted uh-huh. me. I'm glad she's recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I wish her a speedy and full recovery. And that's that's absolutely genuine. Eric, scary. thank you, thank you so much for coming by. I appreciate it. Anytime, Mark. I will see what I can do for you by Friday. Thank you very much. All right, all right, Ryan. So where were we? I'm gonna just wait for Ryan to reconnect. All right. Oh, hold on. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm back. And he's back. All right. Now, uh, where what, where are we going next? This, uh, by the way, this show is a mess. <laughs> just, you say that. That, like, like we should make T-shirts. If we ever do merch, there has to be, because you have, like, five different versions of it. Like, I don't know what that show was. Mm-hmm. This show is a mess. I don't know what we just talked about. Yeah. But you say it. You realize that you say it probably uh, 40 to 60% of the episodes. I do. I do. It should just be, this is happening that show was a mess. <laughs> so what's going on? Well, there was one thing I wanted to play you and I sent you, and I don't know if you watched it or not, mm-hmm. um, but, but I realized that today none of us, uh, neither of us have a, a computer hooked up to our setup, so we can't play it back. But the, the, the French fry kid. I don't even I just, know what that is. So now yeah. we, switch, we switched equipment, Mark. Yes, yeah. We were ta- in the middle of talking about French Fry Kid, and then I was like, this, this show, this actually, you know how I, we were saying that I always say the show is a disaster? This, one, this one's a disaster. Today is like actually a full-blown disaster. Yeah, this one I'll admit. This, is, this one, you finally, Mark, you say I was it right. almost every day. Today, you got it right. Great, fantastic. So anyway, <laughs> French Fry Kid, and now I can play audio, and you tell me that I'm going to hate French Fry Kid? So Yeah, it's just I watch this, and I know, I just know you, and I know that this is one of those things that you'll be like yeah what is this and totally dismiss it or there's something about it that is just going to be like that it's just going to be funny to hear you react okay here's a news story i have no idea what this Turning is now to a news 12 update after this crash caused all kinds of problems for many local drivers we broke news of this incident yesterday on the hutchison river parkway we have now learned that the truck was carrying more than 40,000 pounds of french fries police say that first of all why is she reporting like why would this possibly need an update like there was an accident the day prior, it seems. It 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 stopped Cause traffic. Because there's, there's a cute kid coming. That's fine, but I would just like to point out that it's not cocaine that spilled all over the highway. <laughs> Forty thousand. Who gives a shit? All right. Truck was traveling illegally on the Parkway in Scarsdale when it slammed into the Mamaroneck Road overpass. Mm. The top of that truck's trailer sheared off, splitting in half there. Thankfully, no one was hurt. But we are learning that the crash even impacted some of our younger viewers. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Patrick, live from East Chester, and I have an update on the tractor trailer accident on the Hodge. All the French fries were able to be brought where they're supposed to be, and my teacher, who was in the traffic, managed to get to school on time. And luckily, no one got hurt. Thanks for watching. 
Oh, Patrick, back to you with those thumbs up. We love your update, and we're glad that your teacher made it to school okay, and your mom sent us that video. Eventually, as you can see, that truck was moved. <sighs> so I know what you're trying to get me to do. <laughs> yes. I know you want me to talk shit about this child. Because there's part of me that, like, I know you want to. He's such a cute kid. He wants he's going to be a news I got, okay, reporter okay, when he grows all right, up. Okay, so here's here's a here's an unpopular opinion that I have. Boy kids, not cute. So you're just gonna you're just gonna you're just gonna hit you're just gonna like knock down half the children. Hold on, wait a second. So you think I would I hit everyone I don't think is no, cute? No, no, I've no, never I, punched I, you ever. And right, also, you're right, I picked the wrong word. The the I don't think I think that girl babies are always cute. For the most part, boys, okay. it's like one in every forty are cute. Oh wow! I know that if you have your own, you're like, well, my kid's cute. Odds are against it. Odds are against it. Now, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at this this whole thing right here. As far as this video, I, I feel like as a father, I can't talk shit about this kid. Now, I guess the mom. I mainly want to be like, what is the mom doing? You thought that was the you thought that was necessary to send into the news. <laughs> Why? Well, because it's him. He's, he's showing his ambition that one day he's going to be a news reporter. And then the news said, we're going to air that. This is why you don't need to. There's too much news that you need to go back to the half hour broadcast. Under no circumstances should that have been on broadcast television. I mean, like the poor kid, like he probably only has a diet of, of grilled cheese, pizza and French fries. A third of his Who diet scattered on the highway. Why are, just because that's what you ate as a kid. Maybe he has a very elevated palate. Fine. There's chicken fingers, too. Fra did, we've noticed that there was French fries falling on the on the fucking the hutch. Yeah. The, the Hutchison Parkway or whatever. <laughs> what? While we're on a, a similar oh, subject. We only have one another microphone. another more chairs. Yep. Uh, no, somebody was asking us if we wanted a guest, and I had to inform them that we only have one microphone. Do you think people enjoy hearing how fucked up this is? Or yes, I th I think people actually really do enjoy it. Yes. Because here's what's what's weird is like you can tell when somebody's about to talk to you. Uh huh. Like like this guy just saddled up to the table and is looking at me, and I finally was like, uh huh. What's up? What can I do for you? It's People are confused about your role. I don't know who this woman is. I think she's doing something with the Special Olympics. I don't know who that is. Oh. Eric. Oh, so it's somebody, it's a PR person soliciting. To, so, okay. so what also happens at these Hold things on, Eric's, is... Eric's coming over. So Eric, quick question for you. Who is that? That is Gracie Hunt. Oh, the chief's owner's daughter. Yes. Correct. Okay, because they just came over and asked me if I wanted her, and I was like, nah, I only have one microphone now. I'm sorry, I can't. But do you think, you know, like, what is she promoting? The Special Olympics? I don't know. The Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. But she, she, no, there's a ball. She, she actually is here on behalf of Special Olympics, yes. Okay, so now we know who that was. Did I want okay. the kid? Thank you very much for coming back on the show. A two-time guest today alone. Okay. Eric. Eric. Also, he may have made us a pretty high-profile booking. I was. Just I heard informed. about this. I yes. might not be there for you. For yes, you're gonna hang me out on myself on the uh, by myself <laughs> on that interview. But we'll see what happens. So, so sticking around on on uh, almost a similar subject. This is this is from uh, news.australia.com or news.com.au or whatever. Uh huh. Leonardo DiCaprio is getting roasted for being linked to a 19-year-old model. I saw that. And, you know, everyone's going to say, well, she's of legal age. But that doesn't mean that I still can't say it's weird he's dating a 19-year-old, right? So we've, we've talked about this type of news story before where there's no real journalism. They just go out and start sourcing tweets and social media posts to back up their theory. Mm-hmm. Right. So somebody decided, OK, Leonardo DiCaprio is dating a 19 year old. I bet you out there there's somebody that's mad about it. So write that headline and now go find the tweets. Oh, totally. But but also people are mad. About, how old is Leo at this point? I must say in the story. Uh, so uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, da, 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 uh, he's spotted at an EP release party with Ebony Riley seated next 
oh, oh, for Ebony Riley, seated next to Israeli model Eden Polani. He's 48 Polani years is 19. Old. DiCaprio is 48. That's that's not, not pictured is his most recent rumored girlfriend, Victoria Lamas, who's 23. DiCaprio is notorious, notorious for a string of much younger girlfriends, none of whom who've been over 25 as he's gotten much older. Now, I don't really care. And you can say, and it doesn't affect my life, Dick, obviously, right? But when you say it's not weird, what I want you to consider is, have you met a 19-year-old recently? Oh, listen, I won't say that it's not weird. I don't necessarily think he's a criminal for it. Like, I think they're consensual no. relationships. Sure. I mean, people, people like, I, so it's just like, I don't, anyways, some of the tweets, as I say that I try not to judge people, um, some of the tweets are pretty fucking funny. I don't think he should be having sex with anyone who wasn't alive for all of Tom Brady's Super Bowl wins. That, see, that's, that's the tone in which these tweets are. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I decide. I, as somebody who can just judge from afar, that's what I'm saying here. This one, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend is so young, her high school experience was interrupted by COVID-19. Exactly. That's the thing. What's the youngest age you would date? Uh, date? I do. I, I don't think that I want to go. I've had, and it's been a long time, right? But I, I've had an experience where, like, I was dating somebody who was, uh, like, 20. Okay, and but you know at the I'm, time, yeah, but at the time, you weren't as old as you are now. I'm no, saying, like, in this no, current No, but what moment, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. What I'm saying is, is that, is that the, 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 the whole fucking worrying about IDs and fake IDs and having, having to recover someone's fake ID, like, fuck no. I could never, like, 19 is, I get it, she's a model, no one's ever going to say no, she's with Leo, like, doors are open. But I, like, the bullshit that goes along with that is, like, no fucking You're thing. saying it's weird when your girlfriend gets carded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, so so today, you would say, what's the youngest you'd go? Like, if I if I had a 21-year-old friend and I said, Ryan, I think she's perfect for you, you'd say, all right? I mean, if you if you, if my best friend is telling me that that she's perfect for me, I'll listen to my best friend. Okay, well, let's... If she, if she doesn't know who framed Roger Rabbit, she's too young for you, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, what is now, by the same token, what's the oldest you would go? Uh... Have you ever had sex with somebody significantly older than you? No. Same. Like, if I found, like, a saucy 65-year-old... You'd be all in on it? No, no, I'm asking for you. I'm married. I'm happily married. To an older woman, I may add. Six whole months. (laughs) Five, actually. But what would you... What's the oldest you'd go? I, I don't know. I really, it's all it's all situational. All right. Well, thanks for playing. That was fun. No problem. I, I, dude, you know, you know, and probably, I, dude, I, I, I am, I, I have. You have accused me, yeah, of, of not being uh, having the syndrome as much as Leo does, but having similar patterns. Uh huh. I and I'm not doing that here. I'm simply asking. No, no. But what I'm saying is that it is if we like, it's very rare. And, it, and it's always been just happenstance and mm. just the, but but that I the, I dated a few people that are older than me but but the majority of people I've dated have been younger than me. Well, I was wondering like, you know, maybe there's a woman out there who has a little bit of Leo syndrome. She's like a rich 70-year-old and maybe you could, you know, warm her bed with her. See, that's the real question is like could you could you Mark Zito is let's say that 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 Sarah uh, never existed. Right? Mhm. And and you had the opportunity to to there's a there's a there's a rich eighty year old mm-hmm. who who you know that like there's less than a decade left. But when when at the end of that decade you're getting at least five hundred million. I don't want to be a kept man, and also like I don't want to always have to use lube. I imagine that that would be necessary. Yeah. I but also does she is she still do we have to be sexually active? Okay. Well, you have to at least consummate. So once, at least once. You know what? I would wonder. This is this is. uh, It's like why did I have to come all the way all the way to Arizona to ask this question? I really would have preferred to ask this not in a public space. But do you 
think there's a certain point where old people, like, they're still having sex, but they definitely don't bother with oral anymore. Like, it just seems like too much movement. I, I, yeah, I, do, I don't. Or, or, <laughs> it, or there's an age where it gets better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like you, you and I have both been to many—not actual games, but like Super Bowl weeks, right? Yeah. We've been to New Orleans together for the Super Bowl. We've yeah, yeah. been to uh, to Miami. We've been to. There's one more I'm missing, but we've been many different. Oh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. The one thing, and that's what I wanted to. The one thing that I remember that is like stuck in my memory, and it's how I think about Dallas. Is the restaurants were really good, and holy shit, are there lots of old men running around? with like young inappropriately women. aged women okay I do it, 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 it's like everywhere I went in Dallas there's there's a there's an old wrinkly man in a cowboy hat and like and like a girl who's probably 20 and what do you what do you not think it's okay because they didn't star in the aviator Ryan <laughs> no I'm not saying I'm not judging it one way or the other one way or the other other than like you see that like maybe once every couple months you're like wow look at that one when I was in Dallas, it was like prominent. It was like those were the only people in Dallas. Okay, we're well, old, I think wrinkly it's men in cowboy hats oil and money. Sugar, sugar babies. Uh, pretty much the only person I know from Dallas is Jerry Jones. So this checks out, right? You know, like, but I have to imagine some type of oil money or some shit like that, right? I mean, and I get it. I was like around Super Bowl events, and these, you know, this, these, it was probably their night out forever. Mm-hmm. But but why I, I just I, that's my memory. So of do you think those women have Dallas. signed up for the decade? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, all right. That's fine. All right, wait. Wait. I want to keep reading some of these. Okay. Dude, they're, okay. Uh, good night, especially to Leo DiCaprio, who's now dating the 19-year-old goddess of youth. He's now he now has full six years of dating her before she gets too old. Love him for that. True love at its finest. Fun fact, she was negative seven years old when Titanic came out. Inspiring. <laughs> okay, but also, considering consider you went to high school with this girl, and you were just some high school guy, and you had a crush on her, and then it turns out like a year and a half later, she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio. You took her to the prom. Yeah. <laughs> Do you recover from that? Because on some level, that's great. It's like, I took a girl to the prom that's so hot, she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio. But on the other hand... She is never coming back. Uh, the next one here is, hold on, there's a, there's a, a, a picture of um, Wilfred Brimley and Donna Michi and, and another guy who I don't know his name. Um, but it says, Wilfred Brimley was 49 years old during the filming of Cocoon, the same age Leo DiCaprio is now. So please imagine the stud on the left here showed up to set and said, I want, to, want you to meet my 19-year-old girlfriend. Dude, that's just saying. Like, <laughs> that's my best diabetes. That's my Get some, some peenies. That's we, my best Wilfred Brim, Brimley. Our impressions on this show are terrible. <laughs> they are just consistently awful. I uh, uh, can I switch topics for a second? Oh God! All right, can I just can I just just keep reading tweets we didn't write? Yes, go ahead, read another one. Leo Leo DiCaprio's nineteen-year-old girlfriend was ten years old when he started dating nineteen-year-olds. Okay, all right. Um, okay, so right now I have in my hand. Have you seen the commercials for Starry, that new soda? No. All right. Well, there's a new soda here. I didn't know if you would. I I was gonna do a taste test and if I figure Star- out. If it was, oh wait, is this they're replacing? Like I think um, Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist. I'd heard about this. Yeah, they're replacing Sierra it Mist with Starry. No yeah. I'm gonna try it. Oh, you have you have an, an inaugural can. Oh, it's a bottle. Oh, it's fizzing. Oh. All right, zero calories or zero sugar and ten calories per bottle. Okay. This is happening for Starry. <laughs> I, I wish we were getting paid for this. We're not. Well, all right. It tastes a little... It's warm, all right? Okay. But it tastes largely like chemical syrup to me. Okay. Um, that is my review on Starry. There's That's all I had there. Today's show is limping to the finish line. There's got, you're on Radio Row. Someone has to have a bottle of vodka somewhere. Can we get a proper review? Actually, Kay Adams over on FanDuel has 818 tequila just making drinks, which is almost certainly against NFL rules. 
There are a lot Why? of rules. You can't just walk into an NFL thing with any brand you want, okay? And you're certainly not allowed to have all these horned-up media members and be like, you know what, let's start mixing drinks at 9.45 in the morning. I, I keep forgetting that it's, like, so early there for you. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm watching all these people right now. People are going to be heading over to... to Wake up with K or whatever the show is called. Yeah. Up and Adams, that's what it is. I knew it was a pun. I knew it wasn't Up, up and Adams. Yeah. And just having drinks. You can't have that. No. I mean, I, they're doing it. Do they have like uh, lo- logos and stuff? Yeah. Do. That's what I'm saying. They got the branded table skirt. You know, the classic, here's my alcohol. We're trying to, to feed you. <laughs> Situa- you know when you walk into a liquor store and they're like, hey, you want to taste this? And I'm, I'm sort of always like, I don't know. I drove here. I don't. Uh, all yeah. right. Yeah. But that's always. I feel like that's a that's a thing that always happens to me. And I never. They never. There's never a good tasting, is there? Not usually. No. No. And and I, I mean, I'll I'll take free drinks. I understand. Yeah. But usually when they're like pre-mixing cocktails like that, they're not as good. So Ryan, we got to get out of here in two minutes. But I know you're going to your improv class today. Are you going yes. to attempt to point out to everyone how fucked you are that your show is on Super Bowl Sunday? I'm really curious to see if it's come up with anybody and how they feel about it. Are you I'm, ready to tell everyone that your friend is okay? Are you going to just bring up your friend that got hit by the car? Or are you going to wait for people to ask you? I'm really wondering how should I handle that. Uh, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't bring it up. See, like, I've never talked in the class about what it is I do. Uh-huh. So that, like, I don't want to, like, open up those doors. Okay. I don't know. By the way, Let's I don't see. think I don't think many people say, oh, your friend got hit by a car? What does she do for work? I don't think that's no, how but that it would ex- I would have to explain my relationship. Could just be a co-worker. Yeah, I know. I can, I can do it, but it gets in weird ways where, I, like, I, it's like I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to like talk about it. Okay, you know. So Maybe just I, don't bring it up. Maybe that would be the move. That might be the move. Uh, I have to say she's still in the hospital. And you and you can be like the truck that hit her spilled French fries all over the highway. <laughs> anyway, uh, coming to the end of another just lovely Sounds episode. Like they're chugging the tequila now. Dude, I hear yeah, chanting. I don't know what that. No, that's just Adam Shine just chanting. I don't know what's happening. People, people, it, it's getting very. Radio Row here. Mad Dog's off to my left. He's getting interviewed with a tiny mic. Tiny mics are really taking the world by storm. Yeah, I know. All right. Anyway, any thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, I Even though it was a struggle, I think we did it, Mark. I, well, we did something, and tomorrow right? we're going to try and do it better. Okay? Have fun in Phoenix. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.